Hey everybody, this is Josh McKinney, and I just want to welcome you to episode 151 of the I Suck at Jiu-Jitsu show. So today I have a fun one for you guys. This is really, really a mindset heavy episode. Uh, we are going to be interviewing one of the up and coming brown belts, one of the best brown belts right now, in my opinion, uh, when it comes to jujitsu competition. And that is Mahmoud Jabbar. He is uh, better known as Mock. Um, he is from Milwaukee. We, we talk about, you know, I told you guys last week, he is the fourth part of the Chicago takeover of the I Suck at Jiu-Jitsu show, even though technically he's not from Chicago. He's not in Chicago. He's an hour and a half away. We'll give it, you know, come on, you gotta give me that. Uh, but he was the fourth of four interviews in 24 hours that we did while we were in Chicago. And uh, man, it was really cool because in this interview, I am dead tired. And I told Mock right before the interview started, hey, I've, you know, I've done three, three interviews in the last 20 hours. I need you to bring some energy for me, buddy. And sure enough, he brought the energy. He brought uh, uh, the energy you guys would hope to get from an episode of the I Suck at Jiu-Jitsu show. And um, there are a few things in this episode that I think are really noteworthy. Uh, but the truth is, the towards the end, we start talking about this idea of being great. And uh, the way that it is worded, the way that it is uh, sold to me, uh, by Mock is, well, it's one of the best mindsets I've ever heard. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy this one. Uh, and I think you guys will get to just enjoy hearing from Mock. He's a, he's a very interesting person, a very cool kid. And so, uh, yeah, let's not dilly-dally. Let's get right into this episode. Let's conclude the Chicago takeover of the I Suck at Jiu-Jitsu show with this interview coming up.
guard passing was really looking off the chain. We were all celebrating and having a blast. And I'm like, yeah, I know this kid. I, yeah. I, I shared a hot tub with this kid. Yeah. And so, I, you know, I taught this guy everything he knows. Yeah. Out here, you know? And so uh, uh, we're just getting to have fun and watch that. Uh, but that's really what I, I wanted to have you on about is you have a very unique style when it comes to jiu-jitsu. It, maybe not even just unique techniques, just a very unique presentation, the way that you do, especially when you're competing. Um, do you just, just speak just a little bit into that? We'll dig deep into it, but just uh, kind of where you think your style of, of going comes from and kind of the bit of showmanship in it and, and all of that. Where do you kind of think that's coming from? Um, for me, like, jiu is a sport where sometimes, especially in key, where people look at, like, oh, this, this is something boring and all that. And I'm trying to, like, for me personally, like, I don't care about the medals. Like, winning is awesome, you know? Like, all the, when you get that gold medal around you, and everyone's like, oh, man, you're the man, and blah, 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 and, like, the Pan Am and all that. Like, those are nice and all, but, like, for me, I just want, and recently that, I've, I've been doing that, is, like, when people come up to me and say, like, I love watching you, you know what I mean? Because, uh, like, sometimes I show my parents, my, like, some regular jiu-jitsu matches or, like, matches that I have that I get stalled in the are like, so how did that guy beat you? Like, uh-huh. you know, like where was the, like, it didn't seem like he was on top of you, he wasn't pinning you, <laughs> but, like, nothing was happening, and I was like, either that person stalling or, like, it's just, like, a bad matchup. But, like, for me, I always try to uh, keep it keep it going during the matches, you know what I mean? Like, I hate, like, I was talking to someone yesterday about this, uh, and they are like, like, you had the bat. The other day, like two days ago in the Chicago Open, like and you just like you couldn't finish him really, and it's, you just let him, you just let him go, and you're like, you want to move? On? I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty much like that. Or my friend, like John Buda, uh, from Iowa, uh, he sometimes coaches me. One time, like we were at a tournament, I had this guy in side control, and I was already up like twenty zero, uh-huh. and then he, I was like, I got up, gave him the guard back, and I was just like, I just got bored because I was just like. The guy was just like this, and he didn't want to move. And I was like, I'm not gonna st- like. I know I can stay here for two minutes and just like stall it out and win the match. But like, I I can't be in the same spot in se- for like more than ten seconds. <laughs> you know, what I, mean? I always like to keep moving. Uh, maybe that's one of the reasons. Like, I hate watching classes. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it, watching classes and technique are so like nice. But like, that's why I like like to at least not even roll, but just drill, drill, drill to keep moving. You know what I mean? And uh, that's pretty much it. Just uh, I want people to be entertained, kind of. I want people to be like, uh, like, oh, that's mock. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like, you, they watch him. You know what I mean? Like at the Chicago Open this time, this was like the as the years went on, like that was this tournament where like this is the tournament where I had like at least I'm I'm being generous, like, at least fifty people. Yeah, I, I was one of them. I was watching. They come um, up to me and say like, we're excited to watch you, or that that was awesome, or. Uh, something like that, you know what I yeah. mean? And I'm just like, okay, you know what I mean? This is like what I always do, you know? Like, even when training, like, when people, like, there's, there'll be, like, some... And I'm not doing that in flash. I'm just doing that. Like, I think my jitsu is pretty much effective, you know? Like, when I'm moving around and trying to pass the guard and take the back and all... Or, like, do a flying guard or anything like that. Uh, I just want people to enjoy it, you know what I mean? To be like, okay, this is jitsu. You know, when you watch, I don't know if you ever watch Olympic freestyle wrestling, uh-huh. like, I love it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? When people get thrown, or even just grapple, you know, and just people get thrown, or uh, like the action, and like the pushing out, and all that, rather than when you go to tournaments and like, you 
get stalled 50-50 lapel. I'm just like, screw this shit. This is boring. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the the sport eventually will go into the right. Like, it's going to become, like, no offense, but to, like, a sport like taekwondo or karate where they became more soft and soft and soft and do more of a, just, like, a point thing. Yeah. Rather than, uh, I do hate no time limit stuff only, but, like, I feel like matches should have points, but it should, it has to be more effective. Like, you know what I mean? In wrestling, if you get pushed out of bounds, you get a point, you know what I mean? And that encourages, like, the guy to keep moving, you know what I mean? Uh If they feel like you're stalling, you're stalling, you know what I mean? And then that's that's how I think jiu-jitsu should be. Like, if you're in 50-50 lapel, like, this is stupid right here. You know, if you're not, like, trying to, if if you've been in here for a whole minute and you haven't, like, advanced to a pass or swept or tried for a submission, a legit submission, I think you should stand up and get after it again and then let, let the guy do it all over again if you can, you know? Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's, I know I'm, like, all over the place right now, but I think that's the main thing is just, like, to pe- people be entertained, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, and, and I think you do, I yeah. think you're doing a good job, you know, yeah. and it's starting to kind of pay off a little more you're getting on some bigger shows you're beating some bigger names how is that feeling kind of where you're at where are you how are you feeling with how you've been performing lately um i feel you know i'm, I'm hard on myself you know what i mean i, I was like this like i was it's crazy man just because of how we're talking right now and uh, i was just like i think i was reading something or listening to something saying like it's such a bad mindset to strive for perfection. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Because perfection is like, it's not a real thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're always going to have mistakes. You're always going to, you know. So recently, like, after this tournament, I wasn't really happy about my performance, even though everyone said I did awesome. <laughs> I personally personally don't think I did, did great. But um, after taking a couple of days after, I like, absorbed it. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I did good. I got to pat myself on the back. back and... Uh, and recently, everything I've been working on, uh, I haven't been changing a lot. But I've been like just fine tuning a lot of things. You know what I mean? Like uh, some of my back takes, some of my uh, guard passing, some of my takedowns. You know what I mean? I've been just trying to like drill, make like do the micro adjustments. And mm-hmm. I've been like seeing the past couple weeks. Uh, I've competed now Gino Chicago Open, and then right before that uh, in Iowa, and I felt like all that's like doing good, especially like coming off and injury, uh, multiple injuries for three, four months. I've been out, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, so to be back after all, and after that is just like, you know, a good feeling, you know what I mean? No doubt. Yeah. So, um, you said something earlier, how you don't, uh, you don't love sitting in class. You don't love watching technique. How do you like learning jujitsu? Um, well you have what sucks about it is that there's no getting around it. You need to watch something to learn it, you know what I mean? Uh, so, like, when I'm watching my coach or watching an instructional, you have to learn the technique, you know what I mean? That's why I can never watch an instructional uh, at home. I can never do it. I have my one of my good training partners, Matt uh, Miga. Uh, he, like, me and him watch together and sense. then break it up. And then we go drill it, you know what I mean? Like, we'll watch 10 minutes, we'll discuss, we'll drill, and then we'll go back and watch 10 minutes or whatever, you know what I mean? And it, it'll keep us both in check, you know what sense. I mean? I can't, I can't just, like, sit at home. Maybe if I'm eating breakfast, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can be, like, eating breakfast and I can watch 15, 20 minutes. 
But for people to say, like, that they'll just sit down and just watch technique, like the John Danner or, like, I know, I know some other people that do that. I can't do that. Yeah. You know definitely. what I mean? So I like to discuss techniques. Like, the other day I was, like, uh, uh, drilling, drilling with a, a buddy of mine, uh, Sebastian Serpra. Uh-huh. He's uh, one of the best right now, in my opinion. You, you introduced me to him, right? Uh, did I? He's a light feather dude. Yep. Yeah, black 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 black. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, man, he's a beast, man. And like, uh-huh. we meet, we actually faced each other, uh, I mean, met each other by facing each other. Uh-huh. And after that, we became like cool as the months went on. But uh, the day before Chicago Open, uh, we were just like putting ourselves in positions and discussing about it. And like, what do you do? What did I do? And I learned so much like that, you know what yeah. I mean? Rather than like, here, do a bolo. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, you know the bolo, but like, what if this person does that? What if this person does that? And that's how you really learn is from that, you know what I mean? That's why like, I love rolling because it's when you roll with like white and blue belts, not uh-huh. to them, but like, uh, you're, you can kind of like drill and not need to go hard. Mm-hmm. But say, like I was saying, like, you're, you still got to put the pace on, but you still want to work on your cardio. You want to work on like, try to submit them and all that, mm-hmm. but you can also work on your techniques and then not worry about getting hurt. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, like you have that drilling mindset of like, okay, it didn't work here. You know what I mean? Rather than going against a black belt, you're trying to do your moves and they're shutting you down. So you're like, oh, screw it. I don't want you guys to beat me. So I have to pull, pull my best moves, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, we love, we always, we call that live drilling. That's yeah, the same, yeah. like you go with somebody you can beat up yeah. and then you drill on them. They're going live, but yeah. you are drilling whatever yeah. technique you need to hit. So just like going back and forth and just like, here, uh, put me, I'll put, put, put me in 50-50. I want to see what you're going to do getting on top and I want to see what I can react to my own body and vice versa. Uh, you know what I mean? Or like saying like, here, uh, if I'm in this uh, bolo position, I want to see what you're going to do to defend this. You know what I mean? Rather than uh, just do the move and all that. You know, that's how I think I learned best. And uh, and it's so hard. It's so hard, man, because like, it's just such a tricky sport where uh, you have times where like, you feel like you're not getting better at all. Yeah, definitely. Like, you're just like, sit, you like, you took weeks and months. I had, I was talk, talking to one of my friends, he's like, man, like, I didn't feel like shit. And I was just like, you know what, like, I've had that, those times where, like, I feel like shit, and I go to a tournament, and then I just, like, like, mop the floor. Like, like, I just uh, do amazing. Like, I just, like, everything starts to keep clicking in during the tournament. And I feel like during training, like, you're supposed to feel, like, uh, not, not like what's it called, good all the time. Yeah. Uh, there was like, I, I like to read uh, and listen to. I try to dig deep, like the best athletes in the uh-huh. world. Not even just present, like a long time ago, like a hundred years ago. Like Olympic, Olympic uh, athletes and all that. And see their mindset. And there's an Olympic athlete that said like, you gotta know a 30, 30, 30 rule or something like that. Like you know, the one third, one third, one third rule where like. One third of the time you're gonna feel amazing, and one third you're gonna feel like so so, and one third you feel crappy. Mm-hmm. And if you're in that range, you're actually doing really good. So like after that click in, I'm like okay. So if one day I feel like I get my ass beat, and one day like I feel like okay, and one th- day I feel good, that's already half the week, you know, mm-hmm. training. So I'm on, I'm I'm on that right track. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's how I look at it right now. For uh, and another thing is like thinking about like. Uh, the little achievements, like people going to that perfection thing, like people expect so much to get done, 
Mm-hmm. You know, they were like, like you learn what one good detail in that session like that can change your whole game be happy about that you know what i mean like you're not going to learn 10 good things every session you know what i mean or like let's say you submitted one guy that you've been trying to submit him like forever and then now you're like you know what but i didn't submit him two times yeah it's like shut up dude like, you already did something good you know what i mean it's like that's just an example or like pass his guard or not get submitted you know what i mean mm-hmm. just taking the little battles and accepting them as they are, rather than like always trying to be greedy, you know. Like, yeah. it's like, like I took double gold this past weekend, you know. I mean, I didn't do absolutes because either because I wanted to, to sit out or I got hurt, you know. What I mean, um, I'm like, oh, man, I should have done the absolute. I'm not like another medal, you know. What I mean, I was uh-huh. like, you know what? Like, why am I not happy that I got already two gold medals? You know. What I mean? Yeah. So it's like things like that. I know I'm going all over the place again. No, that's perfect. And so um, there's a lot of really good things to unpack on that. But let's say just your uh, your weekly schedule. What is your weekly training schedule when you're healthy usually look like? Um, it's very different every week. I'm a, I'm a nurse. You know uh-huh. what I mean? So I work like 30, sometimes 30 plus hours a week every week. Uh-huh. Uh, so the end of the days like vary depending mm-hmm. if I have a tournament that week or I have to rack up my, and I'm like, I pick my schedule during my job. So that's what's really nice about my job. Like I can say I can work six days in a row and then not show up for like 10 days. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then I have to go to a tournament or a trip or anything like that. So depending on like how the week is, uh, but usually, usually I would say I work, uh, let's say three days a week and have four days off and usually three days a week I try to get uh, one session in mm-hmm. and usually it's a lighter session just because like I've been working all day yeah. and all that so I just like it could be a drilling session it could be a re- recovery like a mobility PT session mm-hmm. which I'm really getting into uh, and I can t- touch on that why I like really focus on the, yeah. that kind of stuff uh, or it could be you know I mean just uh, a sauna, swim, watch some film session a day, you know what I mean? Just like that, you know? Yeah. Like, just like, And then I have four other days I'm going to pull it off where I can do like my strength and condition in the morning, maybe drill in a little bit in the afternoon, and then at night go like hard with my team, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been rolling much less recently. Like I used to roll, I think, five, six days a week mm-hmm. when I was blue and purple. And then now like at, when I became brown ball, I roll like... Uh, What's it called? I roll like maybe two or three times a week now, mm-hmm. and that everyone's like, "Really?" And I'm just like, "Yeah." And it was like, and they're like, "How's your cardio?" So, like, I'm like, "How's your cardio?" And then I'm like, "I think better than before." Yeah. You know what I mean? You're rested. Yeah, I'm rested, and you know what I mean. I'm always like, when you roll every single day, it's like, I feel like you're not giving your your not just your body enough time, but your mind. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I knew this guy who was like super good, man. Uh, uh, Dan Borbick, uh-huh. you know what I mean? And he, he used to be my training partner. This guy was, he used to train me two or three times a week. You know what I mean? And then he would go out and look at Adam Virginsky. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He would go flying triangle everywhere. He would go flying triangle someone. He would go uh, beat uh, kind of, uh, not kind of, he, would, he like uh, Craig Jones or like all these big names and like. Uh, Met out the hands, met out the world, D, no B. And this guy was like training three days a week. You know, I mean, some weeks, yeah, he's training like the regular five, but mainly, man, this guy used to train three days a week and he used to kick ass. 
And I'm not saying like people should do that, you know what I mean? But this shows that like I, I wanted to dig, dig deep down like on why like that was working out because like there's something behind it, you know what I mean? And it's like not just you resting your body, but you're resting your mind. You know what I mean? You're not just going and fresh as your body wise, but your mind is like, okay, you gave your day a day to like recover kind of. Yeah. So what now that I'm like rolling three days a week hard and maybe one day light and then three days no rolling, I get the whole other week to work on like other things like uh, just sit by myself and watch film and think about like, oh, I could have done that, I could do that, you know what I mean? Or drill with one of my buddies or um, do a light run. Like we, because people are like, you need to roll to get better cardio. And I'm just like, yeah, to some extent though, you yeah. know what I mean? There's, you can go see the top wrestlers in the world or the best boxers in the world or the best judo guys in the world or MMA fighters. They don't, like the, the top MMA fighters, they only spar like twice a week. Yeah. You know what I mean? The rest is like either hard drilling, light drilling, and strength and conditioning, or running and all that. They don't spar every day, and that's because she can't handle it. You can't handle it. You yeah. know what I mean? I, people are always like, "Yeah, you're 22 though," and I was like, "Yeah, you've been telling me that since I was 17, and now I have a bulging disc and two two blown out knees, and that." You kept telling me like, "Oh yeah, you can handle it. You're young." You know what I mean? I was like, "No, you're still human." You know what uh-huh. I mean? I'm not on any special supplements. I barely take. Whey protein, you know what I mean? So I'm just like, uh, nothing wrong with supplements and nothing wrong with taking steroids if the sport allows it and uh, and you're honest about it, not lying to people, saying like, that's what my biggest problem with steroids is lying to people that you're not on it. Oh, yeah. I don't care if you're telling me, if you're on a sport that doesn't test and you're telling people that, yeah. that you're on it, then, I you know, and you want to take, do the risks, then yeah, you know, but if you're lying saying, oh, I'm not on it, you're giving this false hope to not just the people around you, but Hey guys, Josh here. Just wanted to interrupt the podcast really quick and tell you about something really exciting that we have going on. It's simplifyingjujitsu.com. Right now, my second ebook is available at simplifyingjujitsu.com. It is called The Three Lenses. It is written about training method and most importantly, what training methods will work for you as an individual. If you know how you best learn jujitsu, you can start to build a routine and build a schedule to progressive jujitsu way faster than you ever have before and this ebook that is absolutely free the three lenses will help you do that again this is only available at simplifyingjujitsu.com slash three that is simplifyingjujitsu.com slash the number three let's get back to the episode but yes i totally agree that um it is, if people want to take steroids in jiu-jitsu, not a huge deal, yeah. but it is so annoying. It's so frustrating when you have these guys that are on everything, you know, as we say, they're on everything but roller skates and they tell you, well, you should be training three times a day. You got to be training hard three times a day. That's the only way to be a world champion. And when you do that, you know, you, you started jiu-jitsu young. I started jiu-jitsu young for young kids like us growing up in this world of jiu-jitsu, it's discouraging because you're like, hey, I can't do that. I can't, <laughs> physically, I cannot make it. I can't, uh, I can't get through, you know? Do you kind of, you, you don't really take any kind of supplements besides like whey protein, uh, anything like that? Protein powder and 
which I don't see as a supplement, but I see as like food. Yeah. You know? uh-huh. Like, and I don't take it every day. I take it like when I'm, uh, you know, you're on the road go. You need your protein, you know, because you got you have, you know, diets of nutrition is a big part of. That's why people are on steroids because like they're not even sleeping right. They're partying and they're not. They're eating like pieces of shit, and mm-hmm. then they're like. You know what? I need I need steroids. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like no, you're not doing anything right before that. Before you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Educate yourself first before you start like you know, and then. Uh, but I take like some creatine. Uh huh. And. Yeah, I stopped taking like any omegas. I remember when I uh, when I uh, pulled my hamstring, I was taking some like uh, peptides, mm-hmm. like supplement peptides, yeah, to help with like the. Cause I pulled a muscle yeah. and it helps with like muscle rebuilding and all that and help with the speeding up the healing process kind of, uh-huh. uh, but nothing really like that. That's all I, all I can think of, you know, creatine, protein. What is your, not even electrolytes. I'm like, you can get, <laughs> you know, like just salt and water or, you know, pink, pink salt and some water or, uh, you know, salt your food or uh-huh. fruit. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't even need, you know, it's like, so you eat pretty natural then. Yeah, I, that's that's another big like I can I can go into like yeah. What do you, what are you what do you eat? What do you kind of think? What are your thoughts on diet uh, for jujitsu especially? Diet for jujitsu is very tricky. You know what I mean? Because you don't want to eat too much because you're rolling around wrestling and you don't want to. I know like some bigger guys they can eat like a whole pound of steak and then they can go yeah uh, or eat sushi and they can go which is yeah that's a gut, gut but us like smaller people. We really can't do that, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think you can eat a, a big omelet and go train an hour later, right? No, no way, no way. So, like, you have to understand, like, when do you eat? And everybody's body, body's different, so, like, the best thing to do is, I know I hate saying this, but experiment, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. See what works best with you. And recently, I've been like, oh, man, I can't tell you, like, how many hours I've been spent on, like, just reading and researching on, like, nutrition and, you know, and all these other stuff. Because I don't want to be that guy just, like, focusing on uh, on training, you know what I mean? But I want to, like, feel good overall when I go into training mm-hmm. and, like, do it for the long run, not for the short run, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't cut any weight. So, like, uh, I weigh 175 pounds. I've been weighing like this for two years. Have, haven't went up, haven't went down. Sometimes, like, if I'm, like, on vacation, I can go up to 180, but you're yeah. just bloated from food and all that. And then uh, if I have like a day before weigh-in, I'll go down to 170. And that's it. That's it. Like, and that's like by waking up, doing a, an hour workout, I'm already down at like 170. That's it. You know what I mean? So, and I'll go weigh-in. But uh, I don't cut anyway. You know what I mean? I'm, a, I'm, I'm very against it. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people's careers have ended short uh, because of... Uh, gut problems you know what i mean you can see like people like khabib where uh he used to cut so much weight and now he's like very big you know what yeah. i mean and um I, like i had i i i really had like a problem with food where like uh like i would always want to if i i would restrict myself and then binge and restrict myself and binge and i had a whole bu- bunch of gut problems and uh and mentally, you know, like with my loved ones, like I'll be like, oh, no, I can't eat this. I can't eat this slice of pizza or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And recently it's just like, you know, um, I'll eat, you know, uh, three, four times a day. You know what I mean? If I'm going to, I eat once before training 
and once because I usually train like let's say twice a day mm-hmm. once before training once after training try to keep the if if I'm on like a tight like um, like if I only have like an hour I'll eat something light you know just like uh, some toast with like uh, a little bit of butter and honey you know what I mean maybe a coffee if that's like my you know if I if I'm if I have a few hours before training, then I can eat some eggs, you mm-hmm. know, some uh, uh, cappuccino with it, with some toast and all that, add some more protein and all that. And then after I can eat a bigger meal, rest up, and then uh, eat another small meal before, before training. You know what I mean? I think like nutrition uh, is very, very important, especially in our sport, man. Like I can't tell you, my cardio is not nothing special. I think. The differences I've been making with like sleep, the differences I've been making be like like strength and conditioning and focusing on how I can like strengthen my body and all that and become more athletic rather than just like a bodybuilder because that's we're athletes, you know. What I mean, we're not bodybuilders, and uh, eating properly, you know. What yeah. I mean, when to lower down on the carbs, when you need to higher up the carbs. Our sport is like that's why like you can see me in the seventh minute of an eight minute match, I can pick up the pace, you know. What I mean. Uh, I'll be uh, like my finals in, in the gi this past weekend. I was down by two, one more minute during the match. I looked at the clock. I looked at my coach, and I told myself, "I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna like, uh, I'm gonna uh, what's it called, uh, like I'm gonna score on this guy, yeah. or at least I'm gonna have the energy to do what I can or the best I can to do." I'm not because you see a lot of people in the seventh minute of the match and they get scored on. They like lay down. Yeah, and I'm just like. Yeah, that's why you're not gonna. That's why you lose most of your matches, because it's not because you're tired. It, like, it, you're. T- why are you tired? You know what I mean? Is it because you didn't roll hard enough? Maybe you know what I mean. But if you're rolling hard enough and you're still tired, why are you tired? Are you sleep? Are you rested? You know what I mean? Did you warm up properly? Did you eat properly? You, like our our sport. Like I hate this. Like. I try to go the the whole keto thing and all that, and our sport we can't do keto. Yeah, uh, it's just a very explosive sport. It's like a sprint. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, let's say if a match is on average seven minutes, depending on if you're a masters or whatever. Let's say it's seven minutes. You're get, during that seven minutes. Yeah, you're gonna like chill a little bit, but there's sometimes where you need to go for thirty seconds mm-hmm. and not just go like you need to like your life depends on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how I looked at that minute. I I, sw- I swept and took down a guy in literally 60 seconds three or four times. A guy uh-huh. who's preventing me to take him down. Uh-huh. I took him down three or four times and I would end up on uh, out of bounds uh-huh. until the guy, it looked like he was stalling, which he was, and I got the two. So to do that in three or four times in literally a minute, you need to be explosive. And you're, if you're not fueling your body, if your body's not rested, then you won't be able to do stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, people were like laughing at me at the tournament because I was like holding, literally while I was eating, I was holding bread and then uh, like maple syrup. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's high carbs. I don't care about fats right now. Uh-huh. I don't care about protein right now. We can eat that after the tournament. Uh-huh. But right now, I need to fuel my body. You know what I mean? And that, that's how training sessions should be. If you're just going to drill, yeah, you can eat less carbs before the training. You don't really need it. But if you're going to, if you're going to have a hard sparring session, where you're gonna go against some monsters and you're gonna be able to push them off side control. You're gonna be able to put, uh, blitz pass them. Uh, you're gonna be able to like defend defend their blitz passing uh-huh. for a minute straight, you know what I mean? 
you're gonna need those carbs because that's when like the carbs start kicking in. It's like you know the ener- as an energy source. Uh huh. You know what I mean? That's why you see a lot of people gas out. It's because like they're they're eating like protein bars before <laughs> before tournaments. There's like that's that's wrong. Like you know that's why like I'm so. Uh, uh what's it called like that's why i try to like educate like either my friends or teammates and this is all experimenting and researching no i didn't i did talk to a bunch of nutritionists and i did like uh spend money to like learn about this stuff because like no one teaches you this stuff yeah like uh you can ask any of your students like did i ever teach you how to uh eat properly they're gonna be like no No. you didn't you know i mean it's not your job that's not your job i'm not saying you're supposed to uh but me as like an athlete I want if I ever like have a teammate or a train partner or my little brother who wants to know how, how to eat properly. Now I experimented experimented on myself and I know how, and that has made the biggest difference. You know what I mean? I've been spending less time on the mats, and not because I don't want to. It's because like I think that's gonna take you so long. I know some people that train four, five, six hours a day, and mm-hmm. then they go on the mats in the competition, they get smoked. Yeah, you know what I mean? And yeah, they can know all the technique in the world, but you're competing. If you don't, if you if you're if you're not looking at like athleticism, nutrition, re- recovery, and then with your technique, your technique is gonna get thrown out out of uh, at, like thrown into yeah. the garbage. And you you've seen it, like Nicky Rod, yeah. Like you know, what I mean, no offense to him, but like he he'll even tell you this. Like now, of course, he's much but better. But he was an athletic freak. Um, he ate right. Mm-hmm. Um, he had some. Okay, uh, what's it called? T- technique. Mm-hmm. He worked hard, but he also re- he backed it up with recovery. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that I bet, like I bet you, uh, what's it called? With him, like he knows when he needs the rest. He knows when mm-hmm. it, you know what I mean. He's not training six, seven, eight hours a day. I bet you, mm-hmm. whatever it, you know what I mean. Uh, and then yeah, he might be on the special supplements, but that's despite the point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think he's on anything where like. Maybe if he needs to grow size, but that's not gonna help your technique. Yeah, that's gonna help you grow size. Uh huh. And if you're, if I'm a middleweight, you know what I mean. <coughs> it doesn't matter. I've, I think all the four people I faced this past weekend were stronger than me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they, they, I didn't see their, that their strength really helped them that much. You know what I mean? Because uh, you need a little bit of strength, you need a little bit of cardio, you need a little bit of technique, you need a little, and a big thing is mentality. Yeah, that's yeah. actually what I wanted to ask yeah. you about next was, yeah. you know, your, your, let's not even go with your in the seventh minute going into the eighth minute yeah. mindset yet. Let's just go, you have a tournament coming up. What's your mindset look like six weeks out? You've got Chicago Open coming out. What are you thinking? What are your, what are you telling yourself about Chicago Open? How are you looking at it? Um, for me, I look at, I have a different approach, approach to looking at tournaments. I'm Good, actually kinda, I can't I'm, wait I'm, to, I want, I'm sure that you do and I can't yeah, wait to hear it's, it. It's all changed, man. I'm trying to get to the point where like I can compete every month, but uh, every month once or twice uh-huh. and do that like for years if I can. Uh-huh. I want to get to that point and I'm actually like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting better at it. Like uh, I, th- I think I can do it. I think I can do it. And th- that's by training less. Yeah. Because I think the best way you can learn is on the competition mat. Yeah. That's the best way you can learn. And, uh, like, I'd rather train less going into a tournament and then go to the competition fresh as hell. Uh-huh. And then learn my mistakes, drill, and then take two days before off the tournament and then go back in the tournament and do it again. You know what I mean? 
So that's what I've been doing, uh, like trying to aim to do. Uh, like, and I haven't been able to do that. Like I actually signed up from August to December for 10 tournaments. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh, it's going to be a good run. It's going to be tough. I'm not going to say it's going to be easy, but it's also going to be like, I have to tell myself that like your regular Monday through Friday training is not going to be the same anymore. Cause you got tournaments coming up. Yeah. So you have to, maybe you can do one hard day, two hard days during that time. But other than that, you gotta be adjusting, maybe do some strength and conditioning and just focusing on going on the tournaments. So my mentality is that like, why I brought that up is because I, you're a coach, right? Uh-huh. How many times did you hear someone say, you tell them like, oh yeah, you should do the Chicago Open. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not ready. You know yeah. what I mean? And okay, two months passed. You should do an Indian app. I'm not. I'm not ready. You know what I mean? They have to have this whole training camp. Apparently, six weeks, eight weeks. We're not MMA guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're not MMA. We're not like yeah. We can. Uh, we don't have those drastic weight cuts. We don't have that one fight. You know what I mean? Um, we have. We we technically, I think, can. We're like wrestling. You know, we're like judo. Uh, we're not getting punched in the face. And I feel like we can, uh, if you're not hurt, I think you can, if you, if, you, if you know how to recover properly, eating, sleeping, and when to tone it down and when to train hard, uh, I think you, we can compete every other weekend or one, at least once a month. Uh-huh. I think we can throughout the whole year. Yeah. Uh, and like, this, this, like for me, I've, the past three years, okay, no, let's say past two years, purple belt and brown belt right now. I've been brown belt uh, since February, March. Uh, I don't have training camps. I don't say like, oh, I got work. Yeah, of course, I got like bigger goals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like my end of the year, I'm doing the World Pro and the Nogi Worlds. Those are my bigger goals. But I'm still competing before that. Yeah. And that's all leading to my goals. You know what I mean? Like that's all like just steps to get ready for the, the, those. You know what I mean? But I don't have like a training camp where like I got to be like this, this, that. And I got to, you know what I mean? I just like... 365 days, I'm like, I'm on it. You know what I mean? Maybe like I'll take a week or two off every six months. You know what I mean? Not off training, but like I'll tone it down, more lenient with the diet, maybe go on vacation. You know what I mean? Not really care about training. But overall, you gotta, this should be like a lifestyle. That's what people don't understand. Like this should be a lifestyle. Like you don't have to train, going back to it, you don't have to train three days, three times every day. You know what I mean? And then just, Rest for two months, yeah. you know what I mean, after the tournament. No, just make it a lifestyle. Like, you want to improve every day. You want to try to train, not every day, but like five days a week if you can, you know what I mean? And then I'm pretty sure, I'm not saying, like this is what people are saying, like, oh, I can't train five, six, seven days a week. Yes, you can, but you can't roll six, seven days a week, yes. you know what I mean? You can't spar six, seven <laughs> days a week. But trust me, try drilling, Look, try doing only two days a week where you just roll, you know, like Tuesday and Saturday, mm-hmm. and then doing around that, just strength and conditioning and drilling. See how good you're gonna feel when you go into ro- rolling. Cause you drilled your moves and you go into rolling and you feel like an animal, you know yeah. what I mean? And that, that's how I've been, like, you know what I mean? Like, just make it a lifestyle. Um, like, you always wanna be ready, you always wanna look for self-improvement. You don't wanna be so, like, I used to be so obsessed, like if I didn't like, if I didn't do my, 30 minute recovery yoga session, if I didn't do my 30 minute studying session, if I didn't drill for two hours, if I didn't roll, you're gonna get burnt out. Yeah. No one does that, you know what I mean? 
Just make a let like spend 15 minutes of watching every day. Mm-hmm. Do that. Like spend 15 minutes of watching matches every day. Do five minutes of stretching every day. Uh-huh. Uh, focus on your sleep, your nutrition, and go do like one day where you drill, one day when you roll. You know what I mean? And then on like your drilling days, do your uh, do your strength and conditioning because like you don't want to be do your strength and conditioning during your, like your uh, during your rolling day so you're not burnt out you know yeah. already you know or whatever or know how to spread them out or all that like just make it like uh, for me like I'm always ready yeah you know what I mean if I'm not hurt I'm ready that's what I told everyone I've never like so you, mentally you're always especially mentally yeah that I got it, it took me a while to get that but mentally I am always ready if you tell me right now. Uh, like if I get a call right now by like flow, I, I don't think that's gonna happen. Uh, but like, uh, hey, we got a Mika Galvao match. You don't even have to pay for my flight. I'm flying myself out there. <laughs> I'm ready to beat him. You know what I mean? I'm serious. Like, uh, like people like, like I am ready to beat whoever it is. Like, you know, Andrew Tack beat me twice before. If if uh, if they call me and tell me like, hey, you got a match with Andrew uh, for who's number one. I don't care what the rule says. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I prefer like my points, you know, because I think sub only is retarded. Yeah. In my opinion, I think it's so stupid. And we all realize that. And I hope we all, if we all like want to progress as a sport, I mean, that's a topic I can get into. Like, I remember someone told me like, uh, jiu-jitsu isn't a sport. Yeah. And I got all mad. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go back to it. Let me finish, let me finish okay. with the mentality thing. Does remind, remind me of that okay. part. What, what, uh, about the jiu-jitsu being a sport thing okay. and me getting mad. Uh, but uh, for mentality, like, when I was a blue belt and white belt, I had the shittiest mentality. Yeah. I used to have to do, I have to mentally prep. I had to pump myself up. I had to, uh, uh, what's it called? Listen to all the motivational shit. Uh-huh. Uh, I do that right now still time to time. But, yeah. like, now I think my mentality is way better than before. I used to... Oh man, if this guy won the pants, we're done. Let's go. Let's pack her. Let's pack yeah. her bags. We're, we're leaving. He won the pants, man. That, that, that's it, you uh-huh. know. But now, like, I like I, I've read and learned about so many of like the greatest athletes in the world, like Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson, um, people like even before them, like George Hackenschmidt. Um, what's it called? He was like a, I think he was a European wrestler. Uh, where he like started when he was like 20 and then he like mopped the floor with he was like his record was like 2000 to five <laughs> that's how good he was you know what i mean it was just like mentality he would go and he was like athletic and mentality wise and he would just go whoop everyone but it was just like mentality goes goes such a long way you know what i mean and if you're already defeated before then you're done yeah you know what I mean? yeah maybe you might pull off the match if the guy's not good but if the guy's good and you have poor mentality you're done you know what i mean um, there was times where like, I'll give you like three different examples of mentality. One time I was at the blue belt pants. I was good. Like, that's why like no one heard about me at the purple, uh, until purple belt is because like, that's when I started meddling at the majors uh-huh. and winning opens at blue belt. I wasn't meddling at the majors because I would go into pants. I would get the, so nervous about this big tournament and I would want the easy way out. I remember like someone like, I didn't know, I didn't, I didn't, for some reason I didn't know that wrist locks were legal at Blue Belt. Uh-huh. And someone like put me on the shitty wrist lock. And I was like, ah, I was trying to get him DQ'd. Like that's how weak mentally I was. Uh-huh. I wasn't there to compete. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wasn't there to be great. You know yeah. what I mean? I was just there. I told myself there I should be there. But for me doing that, 
That means I'm not there and I, I end up losing the match because it's a verbal tap. And I was already beating the guy like 10-0. He did this like stupid wrist lock from uh, when I was in his side control. Like I was uh, side control. And I just did that to get him DQ'd. You know what I mean? And like I would go, another example was like uh, when I was at, at Blue Bot and faced this like, uh, uh, like Pan's medalist or whatever. And I got nervous and like I ended up doing okay. I didn't get whooped or anything. Because I had the skill to face these guys, but I didn't have the mentality. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? And I didn't do good. And like I like froze up. I couldn't do anything I wanted to. Because like he's a pan's medalist. Like I, technically, I'm not a pan 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 am medalist, so I should lose to this guy. You know yeah. what I mean? And then after I got my purple belt, I was like, we got to change something here. You know yeah. what I mean? I want to win the pan ams at purple and like all that. I'm not gonna. Mock can be the same. I literally called myself, uh, I go by Mock. Uh -huh. And I was like, Purple is going to be Mock 2.0. Like, you know what I mean? And that's when everyone started hearing about me because I started winning. Uh -huh. And I didn't change much. Yeah, I, I started training smarter. I got better overall and all that. And, uh, but it was mentality. Yeah. It was literally like, I remember my, uh, uh, my first year at Purple, I was still get, like not doing good. You yeah. know what I mean? I wasn't ready to be great. You know uh -huh. what I mean? And then my second year at Purple, I went in, man, and like, I read so many books and like dug deep. Like how, how, what was Mike Tyson or Muhammad Ali or Hackenschmidt thinking when they were going against their opponents? Yeah. Like, that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. And because I had the preparation, but I didn't have the mentality. So I would, after I had that mentality, I think my first match of the year was like, a, my first term was a grappling industry. So one match at a time. Took double gold, nothing big deal. Second match was Dallas Open, go against the Blue Belt World Champion first round. And then someone told me the same thing, like when I faced the Pan Ams medalist when I was Blue Belt, they told me like, oh, you're gonna face that guy. And I was like, oh shit, I'm face, you know what? Let's coach, I need to pack up my bags, I'm done. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? This time I was like, yeah, I'm about to face this guy. Yeah. That's, why I'm, that's why I'm here, right? Like I wanna beat these guys. I go in, not a single point scored on me, mop the floor at him, submit him. Get him out of here. I think I'm, I'm the reason he went back, went to medium heavyweight after that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and then like, all the, like that's how my mentality became. Like all these good guys, like I didn't care who I was facing anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I don't care that you won Nogi Worlds at Blue Belt anymore. Like uh -huh. I want to face you. Like please put me first round with you. Like I, I, that's my hope. hope. Like I remember like uh, I did Brown Belt Worlds this year. I won my first match, and my second match was against the number one seed who won, took double gold at Euros. Uh, and everyone's like, oh man, you're about to fight Figuino. And I was like, okay. Like, that's literally, I, I literally looked at someone, I was like, okay, like, yeah, hell yeah, I'm about to fight Figuino. I lost by two points, but I was like, nothing in my mind to told me that I couldn't beat him. You know what I mean? And he, st I didn't lose, like, he destroyed me. He stalled me in 50-50, lapel. <laughs> like, he, he wasn't ready to be great. He was ready just to win. Uh -huh. He just wanted to win. His, I think his mentality is way worse than mine. The second he saw me, like, want to go at it, he wrapped me up, and then he's like, okay, I'm just going to win like this and move on. And then he ended up losing his next match. Because I think for him, I think his mentality is weak. For that day, I don't think my mentality is weak. I don't think my per preparation was weak. I think my strategy of that match was uh -huh. off. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what would you say to somebody who struggles with mentality? Somebody who is saying, yeah, I want to have that mindset, but I, you know, I just struggle to, to get it. Um, okay, so there's a, uh, several ways to approach it, I feel. One of them is that like, are you preparing well? Yeah. Did you do the drilling? 
did you skip your sessions? You got you can't like every time you like so yeah sometimes you like you got, you're gonna want to skip sessions and you just gotta pick your butt up and you gotta go to the gym and you gotta do it you know what I mean like everyone hates training especially if training for a tournament like I hate training for a tournament you know what I mean you gotta drill you gotta train hard you gotta get tired you gotta get sweaty you gotta eat right you gotta sleep right everyone hates it but are you doing everything right so okay you got your preparation down okay because I think every jiu-jitsu athlete does. Most, almost everyone does their preparation right. Awesome. That's a check, check on the box. Now, why are you scared? That's what you get. I want you to look in the mirror and ask yourself, like, why are you not mentally prepared? He's a Pan Ams medalist. Okay, then why are you, how did he become a Pan Ams medalist? He trained, he believed himself, he went to the tournament, he, he earned that medal, he snatched it, and he got out, and now he's a Pan Ams medalist. So now the question is, do you want to become Pan Am's medalist or Pan Am's champion or world's medalist or world champion? Yeah, I do want to. Okay. So what's different between now that I, like the, these are just questions you got to ask yourself. You got to be honest with yourself. You know what I mean? And I learned that through re like reading and researching and all that. Now ask yourself, uh, what's so, spe what, what's so different between you and him? It's going to be some pathetic things when you think about it. Yeah. He's Brazilian. Yeah. He's on roids. He's stronger, he's longer, he's stockier. Like literally, that's the, the most, like every single thing you can think of, I've heard. Uh -huh. He's stockier, I couldn't, I couldn't, he's just too strong. He's lankier, I couldn't, like what do you want? Like you want, what do you want to face? You know what I mean? You're gonna, that's a tournament, you're gonna face everything. You're gonna face Brazilian, you're gonna face, uh, you're gonna face American, you're gonna face uh, a person from Abu Dhabi, you're gonna face, I don't care, you know what I mean? I'm Palestinian or Jordanian. Uh, you're gonna face me, you know, you're gonna face any, any, you know what I mean? Like what, okay, he trains at Atos. Where do you train? I train at 360 BJJ. What are they doing at Atos that you're not doing? You know what I mean? Are you drilling? Yeah, am I, am I, are you rolling hard? Do you believe in your training partners? If you don't believe in your training partners, then that's a different story. You know what I mean? Um, then you need to change gyms, mm -hmm. I think. And that's nothing wrong with that, you know yeah. what I mean? Like the greatest athletes like change coaches, gyms, and to, to strive for greatness. But like for me, like when I was white belt and I got my blue belt, I switched to a more competition gym, nothing wrong with that, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And now, but I didn't, after that, I didn't like need to go and train at Atos to become, I've beaten people from AOJ, I've beaten people from Atos, I've beaten people from Checkmat, I've beaten all these big gyms. Now that's the, now yeah I tell you that's just the name man yeah like Gracie Baja nowadays I've had pe I have people come up to me like oh man I'm facing people from tag team and I'm like oh my god man like you guys just want to find every excuse to to not believe in yourself you, know uh -huh. I mean? you already did all the work now you got to ask yourself like why are you not believing yourself and if you're nervous if you're just nervous then that's fine you know as you compete more you become less nervous and even as you compete a hundred times, you're still going to be nervous, but the other guys can still be nervous too. No one's never not nervous. Mm -hmm. Goran Ryan going against Felipe Pena, I'm pretty sure he was nervous. He was confident in his ability, but he was still nervous. He still got his back taken twice before. Uh -huh. there's, there's still the possibility, right? It might be like 0.1% nowadays because he's so much better now, but there's still the possibility running through his head. I'm pretty sure. There's not, I don't care what, who you're going to work with, what training you're going to do. That's still in your head, right? Uh -huh. I got my back taken twice from Felipe Pena and I've lost twice from Felipe Pena. But 
Now he's gonna ask, he's gonna do all the preparation he did, and now he's gonna ask himself the same questions. He's lankier, so he's, he's, he trained, I've been training way harder for him. And I think that he has. He, he kept stepping on the gas and everyone let go of the gas and he, that's why he got so much better. It's not because of the steroids, you know what I mean? As a, once again, I think the steroids for size is different, you know what I mean? Like just getting bigger, now he's the size of Felipe Pena, you know what I mean? Plus Felipe Pena was on steroids, so it's like kind of <laughs> like a, you know, it doesn't matter at that point. Um, you know what I mean? He asked himself, he beat me twice, but I've gotten better. Yeah. I've worked hard to get better for him not to be, I fixed my mistakes. Yeah. So you ask yourself those questions, like why are you nervous? You know what I mean? Why are you not believing in yourself? And then the answers are very easy. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And do I have doubt, you know what I mean? Like I have, sometimes I go to tournaments, like Chicago Open, I'll be like, I'm nervous. Like the guy I faced in the finals in the Gi, two-time or three-time Pan Am's medalist, I think yeah. silver medalist. He's legit, you know what I mean? But I'm a medalist, I'm a world, I, I'm a Pan Am champion. I medal at the Worlds. So like, he's from Brazil, he's, he's whatever, you know what I mean? He's stronger than me. I don't care, you know what I mean? That, that doesn't make you different. Like that's what's so nice about this, these kind of sports is that we're both human. Yeah. And that's why I love like jiu-jitsu or like one versus one sports because we're both human. And now it's just like all those little factors that like the technique, the nutrition, the strength training, the mentality, which is a really big one. We start checking those boxes and now let's see who misses those boxes. Yeah. For instance, the guy that I faced, I really do think that guy is stronger than me. I think that guy is more technical than me, more accomplished than me. He is from Brazil. He trains with a team that is more well-known than me. But I think a big thing that he didn't have was that he didn't believe in himself. The second he saw like I was gonna put the heat on him, he put me in 50-50, stalled, got his two. He said, okay, I'm gonna win this match now. I'm gonna win like this. I got a 50-50 and then I put it on. I saw in his face like, this guy does not, is not ready to be great, you know what I mean? Like that's how I told myself, are you, like I remember when I won my, my Pan Am's title, we can go to that too, uh, last year, that was my first major win. And literally I told myself, I, I had every excuse to lose that tournament. Uh, we'll go back to that, but like finishing like the going, I saw in his face like he was not ready to be great, like he was ready to lose. I'm telling you, like I just, if he was ready to sit, tell me, you know, I'm gonna win this match, I think I would've lost that match. But yeah. in his face, I read his face and I'm just like, this guy's about to get smoked, you know? And I had one minute, I got my points, I won the match. What are you saying to yourself when you're, when you're in that minute, you've got, you're I'm, looking, you're-, you're... I, I'm, I'm gonna win and I'm gonna do that by, I'm gonna, I believe myself that I'm gonna win and that I'm gonna do that, do that by doing the, all I can get, I, I'm gonna give it all I got. I got only one minute not left. I, I told myself this and I'm gonna do everything I can do to win that match. My very best, because that's all you can do, your very best. You laying down, you pulling guard and sucking into, into your guard while you're down by two and laying on your back is not doing your best. You trying to sweep for a minute straight and trying to wrestle and try to, and if he pulls guard, trying to pass him for a minute straight, that's doing your best. But you just, you, you see it, like people will be down by two, they pull guard and like half guard and they get smashed in half guard and they, they don't even try to sweep from half guard. They just like stay there and look at their coach. Buddy, that's, your coach is not gonna do anything. You know what I mean? It's you and the person. And like, 
throughout the whole match, I always believed in myself, like that I was gonna I was gonna beat this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Even though when I was that, thirty seconds left, I literally scored the two. I think it was like twenty seconds left. <laughs> and I looked at my coach and I said, like, I did it. Like I, I knew I was gonna do it. And I, he was trying to take me down and everything. I'm like, it's too late, buddy. Yep. You tried to stall five minutes. You didn't believe in yourself. It's too late. <laughs> Pack your bags. Your war is over. So like. Uh, that's what I tell myself, man. And like Pan Ams, when I wear my first, no, uh, that was my first, those Nogi pants last yeah. year at Purple Belt. I watched it. I remember. I did, I was fat my whole training camp. I trained with only three people. It were, they were all Purple Belts. Nothing special. There were, we were two my size and one of them were, was a heavyweight. That's all. I didn't have my team because I was, I was, it was Ramadan and I fasted during Ramadan. So throughout the 30 days, I would train one or two times a day. Uh, while fasting, because in the, at nighttime you break your fast and you you spend it like re, like religious reasons and with your mm-hmm. family and all that. So like before that, that's when you gotta train. No water, no food. I don't care. No one cares. The people you're gonna face at Noe Pants don't care if you're gonna eat or not. Put the work. Do it the smart way. Do the best you can. That's all you can do. Your very best, and you get through it. What happened all, uh, during that month? I was in school. That was my last month of getting my bachelor's finals. So I was not only fasting, not only wasn't I training with a team, but I also was not, uh, I, 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 I couldn't train as much too. I think I was only training once, once, like five days a week, once a day, you know, maybe doing some strength and conditioning. I couldn't train like the regular t- drilling, rolling, strength and conditioning, recovery. I couldn't do that because I had school. I had to finish up my finals. That was, I remember, like I, I, I graduated school and then drove myself to the airport right after in my like stuff. And I took it while, while I was in the car, I took off my stuff and I went to Dallas for the Nogi pants. Like that's how like, it was right after. And Ramadan literally finished the day before my graduation. So it was all right after, you know, I was going like, so much shit was going on. What happens when I land in Dallas? I wake up the next day with a cold. Uh. So I'm there with a cold. Not the best training camp. Like, I have every excuse to tell myself to pack the bags, you know, uh, and go home, you know what I mean? And then I had one of my, and this is what, what's super cool of like surrounding yourself with good people. I had this, my teammate Gabe. He's a master's competitor, he's a master's two, you know what I mean? He was a purple belt, he was also doing the tournament and he sat next to me and he was like, what's wrong? I was like, I'm not gonna win. And that was the, that was, uh, and he's like, why not? And he, and he started asking me these questions. And I started answering these questions. And then I was just like, okay, we're ready to go. And then I didn't have my coach there. It was just him, me, and then one of my other buddies. And that's it. I had people against me at like the whole uh, Pedigo team against me. Where that's intimidating, you yeah. know? When you have two people that no one knows and you get the 100 people against you. I've had Cyborg in my cor- against me. I had the Tackett brothers uh, coach against me. I had all I had the Tackett brothers in my corner against me. Cody Steele. I had all these people in my during my matches. But those are just one of the things you got to ask yourself. Like, what are they gonna do? It's you and that person. You know what I mean? And I went one match at a time. I won all four, uh, three by submission. Not a single point scored on me the whole tournament. And the only person I didn't submit, I beat like twenty five to zero. Um, but one match at a time. You know, I beat the first guy. Second match is gonna be tougher. I beat the second guy. Second match is gonna be tougher. I beat the uh, third guy was against a guy from Fight Sports. 
I looked at this guy in two matches, two minutes in the match. He's really good, man. And he, technically, I think he's better than me. Yeah. Physically, I think he's better than me. I'm not athletic. That's what people don't understand. Like, I might look like explosive and all that, but I'm not athletic. So, like, technically, this guy should beat me. On paper, this guy should beat me. But when he saw, like, he was down, like, I think he was, like, down by maybe an advantage or uh, he was maybe just up. When he, I think, he, oh, yeah, I think he was up by an advantage and he wanted to suck me into 50 50 install. When I saw that, I was like, you're about to get smoked, brother. Like, you're, you're, not, here to, you're not here to be great, man. You're here, you're here to go home. That's it. Like, you're not, you're not, you don't deserve this title. If you're here to stall, you know, like, if you get, win matches like that, sometimes that's, that's fine. But with me, you're not, I'm going to do whatever I can until the match ends and give it all I got. Until, you know, I'm going to try to pass, get out of the 50-50, pass your guard and submit you. Even though I'm up by three, I'm still going to try to get out, pass your guard, and submit you. That's, I'm, I'm there to be great, you know what I mean? I'm there to win, you know what I mean? I've, I've, I've got, I got sick. I took time from my family. I, I was going through school. I trained while with no water and food for a whole month, you know what I mean? I would only eat one meal a day at the end of the day when we break our fast. And after that, I would have to go to sleep early because I had class in the morning. And then I'd, right after class, I had to go train. And it was so chaotic, man. And then you, you know what I mean? Like I did, I went through all that and that was just my story, you know? I'm not saying you have to go through all that, you know? But that was just my story. And then I ended up pa- getting out 50-50, passing his guard and submitting him. You know what I mean? And Cyber was just like, <coughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you know, like he, I think he even looked at a student like you weren't there to compete, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Finals, got the whole, I went against my friend Alejandro. Uh-huh. I love that guy, but like we looked at each other we're like, we're the best in this division, you know what I mean? So we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna need to go. It's the first time of us competing. He's really good, I'm really good too. Mm-hmm. He's, I think he, by that point, I think he's accomplished more than me. But I looked and I was like, you can be wherever, like you're, all those people out there, like that's what I told myself. I'm not trying to like disrespect Of course. Anyone. I'm friends with all of those people. But this is why I tell myself, because you gotta convince yourself that you're gonna win, and how are you gonna win? Because why, why do you not believe in yourself? Because those little questions that running in your head. So you gotta answer those, that's what I tell people, like, if, going back to that, your question, you got to answer those questions, like, why are you not believing yourself? So I told myself, those people are not going to do anything. They can yell all they want, but it's going to be me and him. And I know more that, like, not only did I work my ass off, not just this month and past few years, but now, today, I'm going to be great. And I, I remember I looked at my teammate, and, uh, and then, because I, like, I remember, like, when he was giving me that pep talk. And he told me, like, tomorrow, like, you're going to be ready, like, you know what I mean? And I told myself, yeah, I mean, like, tomorrow's, tomorrow's the day. Uh, he, he, he's the one that like, picked me up, you know? And, like, I, to- I looked at my teammate, and I looked at, I looked at Alejandro, and I'm like, today, like, today's going to be my day. Like, I did that's what I told like, today's, that's it, you know? And uh, I saw, I looked at Alejandro's face, and I don't know if it was, of course, you know what I mean? And I was like, I'm going to beat him. You know what I mean? Like, I know, like, I love this guy. He, me and him are friends. Like, I, I stayed at his house the other day, you know what I mean? But I got to beat him. You know what I mean? I will beat him. And I go in, take him down. Uh, I, you know what I mean? Pass his guard, submit him. And that's it. Like, I, I looked and I, I looked at my team and I was just like, I couldn't believe it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Years of failing, years of injuries, years of, like, going through hardship. But I think the main thing was, was just my mentality. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why I won that tournament. And that's why I medaled at the three other majors later on in the year. It was just because of mentality. You know what I mean? And then you got the little 
bumps in like, like you know, like during like maybe because I didn't win those tournaments because maybe it was like a strategy match or like those guys are good too and they beat you. You know what I mean? Like all those little things. You know what I mean? But like I think that match was just like mentality. That tournament was just like mentality. That was the only thing that was different. I think with all the other th- all the other times. Just mentality. Was your mentality. Yeah. So uh, we're just at the end of time. I want to finish, always finish with the same question. Dude, so much good stuff. We have to have you on again. Absolutely have to have you on again. But I always like to finish with the same question, and I have a feeling you'll have a good answer for it. What is the best piece of jujitsu advice that you've ever gotten? Or when I ask that, just what springs to mind? Okay. The best advice I've ever gotten, I would say, uh, would be from my coach, uh, Scott Houston. When um, every tournament, he would tell me this before every tournament, either he was coming with me down there or not. He would tell me the same thing. And he knew how much I, how hard I worked, you know what I mean? And he's like a militant guy, he was in the Marines. So, uh, uh, so he's a vet. And he's very like, he never, never like, lo- lo- likes to sugarcoat people. And that's why people like, you know, somebody's like, oh man, this guy's a dick. And I'm like, no, he doesn't like to sugarcoat shit. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? He just tells you in the face, you know what I mean? And he used to always tell me like, Mock, before every tournament, you know, I'm not going to tell if you weren't working hard, I wouldn't tell you this. Yeah. But like you, you, and he's one of the reasons I start thinking like the mentality wise, but I didn't really kick in until purple belt was like, Hey, like you, you work hard. Like, go beat those guys in Costa Mesa. You know what I mean? Go beat those guys from uh, Atos. Go beat those guys from Gracie Baja. Go beat those guys. They they don't know what's coming. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like I remember he he once told me something like, uh, I, I I might be butchering this a quote, but like, uh, like I think like the. I don't know if it was like someone told, asked the storm, or said the storm is coming, and he was like, no, I am the storm or something like that, uh-huh. you know what I mean? And that's how, like, every, before every tournament, like, he tells me that, and I just, like, my boost of confidence just goes up. He just reminds me. And that's, like, something that's so important to have in a coach. He just remi- like, he's so good technically. He's such, he's, he's a good person and everything, but, like, that pep talk he gives you, it just, like, switches on, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and what's so and as the years went on, I always believed that not only was I started to understand that like he's telling me that because he actually believes in me. Yeah. He knows that I put him to work. And if I have people believing in me, just one person, you know what I mean? That person holding the sign for you, you know what I mean? That's all I need. Because they're believing in you in you for a reason, you know. And uh, I remember like one time uh, Nogi Worlds last year, I went against Andrew Tackett, and that's a big name. Uh huh. It was the semis of the worlds. And everyone knew like that's gonna be we're gonna be the top two dogs in that division, and I could have ran away. I could the people that won the lightweight in the middleweight division, uh, medium heavyweight, I beaten. Uh huh. You know what I mean? I could have ran away. But I told myself I want to face him. You know what I mean? I want to face the best. Guy. I know he's the best guy. Yeah. Why would I run away? I could go to lightweight. I could go to medium heavyweight. Why would I? I want to stay here. You know, he signed up. I'm staying here. And if he was lightweight, I would have went down for lightweight just for him. Imagine. I told myself that. Um. And he smoked me first match. Uh, he, it was the semis. He went in. I wasn't believing myself. That match was off. I think he, he like body locked me, took my back, and choked me out. Everyone was like, something was wrong. You know what I mean? And my co- I asked my coach. I was like, 
I did my best. And he's like, no, you didn't. And I was like, no, I did. He was like, no, you didn't. So I went, hours went by, I signed up for the absolute. And I was like, hey coach, if, if, if I ever face him again, what would I change? He's like, just, just compete how you usually do mock. Just be mock, that's it. Don't change anything. Just, just be you. He's like, uh, he's like, if I ever corner you again against Andrew, I'm all I'm gonna all I'm gonna say during that match is be you, and I sign up in the absolute first round. I get Andrew, and that's all he told me. He's like, be you, and it was a very controversial match. But the difference between the first one and the second one was just mentality, and uh, it was very close. Like you, you can go watch it and you'll be like, it could could have been anyone's match. And he ended up winning. And he ended up taking taking it, but uh, I like. That's who I'm trying to face. I'm trying to face the best guys. You know what I mean? And that's fine if I lost. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? I, everyone loses. You know? Muhammad Ali loses. Mike Tyson loses. Um, you know? Uh, uh, Conor McGregor loses. Like, all these greats lose. You know what I mean? But now the real question is, do they get up and get back at it? You know what I mean? And uh, that's why, like I mentioned him earlier, you know, like, I really like the kid. And he's one of the best right now in the world. And that's why... I, the only reason I'm here is to face the best, you know what uh -huh. I mean? And not, not, not to be the best, but to be the best version of myself, you know what I mean? To try, like, and to be the best version of yourself, you need to face these guys, uh -huh. you know? If you're, if you're to be mediocre and you're okay with that, if you're trying to be the average guy, then yeah, go to the grappling industry and the Nagas and destroy these people and be like, yeah, I did it, you know what I mean? But if you're trying to be the best version of yourself, and it's not by winning medals. It's by challenging yourself, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So whenever I face these guys, you know what I mean? And like he was one of them, I told myself like, I need to face him, you know what I mean? There's no running away. If I wanna be the, be the best version of myself, there's no, I have to face this guy. So hopefully it happens again soon, you know? Yeah, <laughs> Dude, thank you so much for being on the show. Anything you wanna to say to finish? Um, Podcast, or, or sponsors to thank. I wanna thank you for letting me I'm man and yeah uh, man thank you I, for I coming on I talk a lot you know so, I loved uh, it I absolutely I can't, loved I, I told it. you I, I can't talk in front of people but I can talk like here <laughs> that's fine you know what I mean but uh, uh, just thank you for having me thank you like believing in me like you know thinking I'm good even though I, I think I suck but like yeah. dude <laughs> terrific interview it but, really like, was uh, no I'm saying like in jiu-jitsu as well I think, oh. I think I like I'm not that good <laughs> but like people always tell me oh you're good you know so thank you for believing me and bringing me on you know I hope people like it uh, I just want to thank like my team, 360 BGJ here in Wisconsin, uh, and my I have a sponsorship, uh, Marshall Paradise. Uh -huh. Man, they they I was the first one ever sponsored by the company, and they were like the only people that believed in me. You know, they told me like you're you can you can like we don't care about if you win medals or not, but we know you'll you'll do great things. And they've been helping me for the past three years, and I can't they've helped me so much, so I'm very thankful. And that's pretty much it, man. Uh, yeah. Thank you for being on the show, man. Thank you, man. Yeah. <laughs> We're good. That was perfect. And that is the episode. Just want to give a special thanks on this one to producer Bryce Allen. I was saying guest producer for a while, but now just producer Bryce Allen uh, for helping me get these four podcasts together. Uh, actually mid, you probably don't even notice it on this, uh, but mid podcast, uh, we had some mic 
problems on this one and uh, we were able to kind of fix it, I think, but that would not have been possible. We wouldn't even have known that there was a problem with the mics if it wasn't for Bryce Allen of Allen Bros Jiu-Jitsu. And so just special thanks to Bryce Allen for taking care of us on the podcast. As this podcast grows, we will continue to thank him because I think that uh, uh, he and I, in a few weeks, you guys are going to get to hear an episode that he and I recorded with uh, Charles Harriet and Chris Payne. So Chris Payne is coming on the podcast soon. And it's really good. It's almost, I dare say, special. And uh, um, I think that that is just the, it's kind of the the aspect that, Bryce brings to the show. And so I was just so happy to have him on. Thank you to him for all four of these episodes. I've gotten more feedback on these interviews than probably ever. And so, or at least the first three. And so, uh, yeah, special thanks to Bryce Allen. Special thanks to Mock for being on the show. Uh, after this, after this episode, I was actually uh, a little bit beat up from all the training, but still just so motivated. And it really helped me perform um, better than I have in a long time at Jiu-Jitsu Con a few weeks later. And I'll tell you guys about that next week. We're going to do an episode kind of break in between all the interviews, and we're going to look at the perfect training schedule. And this is kind of me more decompressing from uh, my Chicago and Vegas trips that I've taken over the last few weeks and two competitions that I've done over the last few weeks. I'll kind of speak into those a little more, but uh, I've really made some big breakthroughs with some of these interviews on scheduling, on having the proper training schedule to be able to, you know, as Mark Viva says, compete every week. And, um, yeah, we're going to dig into that on the next episode of the I Suck at Jiu-Jitsu show. And until then, uh, yeah, that's all I have for you guys today. I hope this episode was enjoyable. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed hearing from Mock and and maybe we're a little encouraged by his perspective. He has a very fun perspective um, for making you <laughs> for being positive he's just so positive that uh, he kind of makes you feel like you're a positive person too hopefully you guys enjoyed that hopefully you guys learned something from this episode and most importantly i hope this episode helps you guys suck just a little bit less at jujitsu have a great day guys Hey guys, Josh here again. I notice that the podcast is over, but you are still listening. So you might still be in search of some really good free content that the I Suck at Jiu-Jitsu show provides. So if that is the case, if you guys are looking for uh, some solo episodes where you can learn more about efficiency and effectiveness in Jiu-Jitsu, I would highly recommend two episodes. The first is episode 111, and that is on blitzing. It's this idea of pacing that most people even black belts don't think about. And then episode 129 is on designated winner. It is this new training concept uh, that we have been doing at my team. We've been talking about a lot on the I Suck at Jiu-Jitsu show. I've actually been traveling the country and teaching this training method. And so as we continue to grow the show, I think that is going to be the episode that I push most people to. It's episode 129, designated winner, learning to master the flow. This is kind of the missing piece 
between drilling and flowing and positional sparring. Uh, you kind of get to combine all three of those things with designated winner and get the effects of all three of those things with designated winner. Uh, also, if you guys are interested, if you're looking for some uh, more deep dives into specific things in jujitsu, you can always go to simplifyingjujitsu.com where I have all of my instructionals, uh, all of my dad's instructionals, and actually a few from my coach, Kyle Watson, my friend, Nick Sanders, uh, John Prine, really some amazing black belts instructing you at simplifyingjujitsu.com. Also at simplifyingjujitsu.com, I have a free ebook for you guys. It is called The Three Lenses. It is the three lenses that people look through to learn jujitsu. Most of us only ever see or learn from one of the lenses and simply by adding the extra perspective of the other two you will triple how quickly you get good at jujitsu especially how well you understand jujitsu and that is what this free ebook really provides is a very good a way for you to understand the language, understand what's happening, understanding why you are getting better, or more importantly, why you're not getting better. And you can use this free ebook and it will help you diagram what you want to uh, getting to the goals you want to get to. And so that is all I have for you guys. Make sure to check out designated winner. Make sure to check out, uh, Make sure to check out everything that I have at simplifyingjujitsu.com, whether it is free or it is paid. You can also follow me on Instagram at the Josh McKinney. If you ever have any questions or comments, or you want to send a suggestion for a suck less Saturday episode, you can email me josh at simplifyingjujitsu.com. Uh, I read all those emails. Sometimes they get repetitive. So I combine five or six emails to be a suck less Saturday episode. Um, but keep those emails coming so I can keep producing great jujitsu content and I can keep hearing from the people who actually enjoy the show and want to keep hearing the jujitsu content that I produce. Have a great day, guys. I hope this last little few minute clip helps you suck just a little bit less at jujitsu. Have a great day.